Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Good morning, video games. We're jumping in on the start of the episode. Two good mornings. <laughs> yes. Well, not yet. Uh, one good morning. One well, good morning. Spoiler alert. You're going to get a second. <laughs> Another spoiler alert for April the 2nd. Yeah. Uh, a Sunday, I'm led to believe, mm-hmm. at 3.40 p.m. here in Melbourne, we'll be doing a live show. Yeah, we'll be doing live podcasting to uh, uh, a wonderful audience in Melbourne. If you want to be part of that audience, go to comedyrepublic.com.au and get tickets for uh, April the 2nd. You just find our little event there. Also, if you're not in Melbourne... You can still bloody watch it. You can watch it live. You can watch it a little bit on delay if you want to by going to the same place and getting a streaming ticket. Yes. Yeah, that'll be up for uh, some number of hours afterwards. Yep. Should be at least 24. Yeah, allow for uh, time zones. Yeah. And uh, you'll you'll also, there should be a chat that we'll be able to get stuff from. I'm not really yeah. sure. But we'll you'll be able to watch it at the very goddamn least, comedyrepublic.com.au. Yeah. Uh, there'll be a link to it in the description of this podcast too. Yes. Yep. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Go have a look right now. Prove me right. It'll be nice and easy for you. Just scroll down. It's going to be a fun time. I'm looking forward to it. It's always great to see people like in person. So if you're in Melbourne, yes. please come along. Yes. But you know, if you can't, I've I've streaming's already great. teed up a little surprise for us on the great. day. So, okay. look, you want to right. be there in the room to experience <laughs> what we're about to experience. Right. Ben's going to knock me out with a <laughs> baseball bat. Yeah, something everyone's <laughs> been clamoring for. No, uh, we've got some stuff coming up for it that'll be uh, be very fun. We'll do a fashion report. We'll do all the classics, and it'll be great to see you there. Great. Yeah. And uh, also, if you're in Melbourne, come and see my show at yes. the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It's called Scam Artist. It starts on March the 29th. It runs until April the 9th. It's a stand-up show about how I got my identity stolen, and there's lots of animated stuff in there as well. I've seen it. Pretty pumped for it. It's Feeling good. good. Yeah. Uh, come check that out, comedyfestival.com.au. Anyway, on with the episode. Links in the description for both of those things. See you there. The path to riches can start wherever youngsters have access to a computer, and that's often in the classroom. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and with me, as always... Good morning, Tommy. It's Ben Vanell here. It's been it's been a bit of a stormy morning here in um, old Melbourne town. Oh, yeah. And you know what? It's not just been raining water. It's been raining video game news. Mm. Here with the traffic, it's me, Adam Knox. Uh, pretty busy on the ring road. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a frog trying to get his way across. <laughs> it's crazy. He's jumped backwards for some reason. Why? I thought he was trying to make progress forwards. Oh, he's done it to get on the log further down. Mm-hmm. Clever frog. Video game forecast, uh, like weather report on the video game uh, news segment. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, uh, it's uh, it's March out there, but it's feeling like July. E3 time. Oh. Okay. It's news. 
I lots of news. Kind of get that. <laughs> Thank you. Well, okay. I got sort of a video game temperature thing. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, there is. Uh, so I I had a, a okay. You know personal property damage. I'm aware of it. You know that concept. Mm, yes. Yep. Some people will insure for it, mm. but you can't. You're not going to insure discs because if you've got them stored, sure. in a disc binder. Yeah. Yep. You'd think that's the place. Maybe I'm naive. No, no, no. It's in the name. It's a binder for discs. That's yep. what I came in assuming. Yeah. I had a bunch. I, so I had all. I I live in an apartment. I having all the Clang. fucking boxes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I have all the fucking boxes everywhere. I don't like. Sure. Having a ton of video game cases and shit. So I got them in a little binder. Yep. A decent sized binder yep. that you I thought that, was fine. You got that cool looking S on the front of it in whiteout. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I've, uh, Adam I, was here. <laughs> I've got a rubber sitting on top of it that on one side says yes and on the other side oh. says no. Oh, yeah. That's what makes my decisions of what to play. And it's mm-hmm. all coloured in with grey lead. Mm-hmm. And I've poked it a few fucking oh, times I love too. to yes. poke the old rubber. A good We're talking time. about an eraser, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the only rubber I like to poke <laughs> yeah. holes in. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I had them all in there and it turns out Blu-ray discs in mm. particular, which games are, uh, softer than regular CDs, I guess, is okay. part of the thing. Sure. And they've been that sitting in there. snowflake technology. <laughs> <laughs> they, are they thicker or something? Because obviously they're like, they hold more information. They're different. I don't think they're thicker, but like the the casing stuff on the disc. A disc is plastic and then like a sheet of, mm. I think it's aluminium. It's some sort of metal that all the data is on. Okay. I can't go further than that. Yep. And I think I'm wrong already. But you've got a plastic case surrounding a data sheet. Right. And that plastic case is bent on a ton of them. Oh. Like they... You weren't using the... DVD binder as like a booster seat or anything. Yeah, you? that's nah. my question. It's Was been this just on a shelf? Sitting there, no harm, hmm. in safety. But what I think has happened is it's just over time heated up and down enough that maybe that has like caused them to warp. Mm-hmm. And it's just the edges of some of them because the, the binder comes to a point in the spine. Yes. So that spine just hasn't been manufactured thick enough yeah, to keep them okay. all straight. So okay. the one it's only the ones at the extreme ed- edges, but they're double-sided so it like goes it's like more than 12 yeah. that have been bent at the edges, right? So and unusable. I put one in because someone was around. I was like, "Oh, have a look at the Demon Souls remake." Right. The not seen that, and it went in the 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 PS5 clang, mm-hmm. and it went <laughs> like oh, that. Wow. That must have been pretty embarrassing for you. Oh, dude. I am never going to recover um, from having one single noise <laughs> happen near me. But uh, yeah, it was it was it was making that noise because it was bent and scratching, obviously. So I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" It's happened to a bunch of them. They're all bent around. Did you say to this person who was at your house, "You, you got to leave right now"? I'm sorry. It was my to, brother. I threw him out the window. I, need I was to like, "You'll get it. You'll this. understand when you're older." <laughs> <laughs> um, I flipped the rubber first and it, it came up with yes. So it's right. not technically my fault. But so anyway, I had all these bent discs, right? And it's all like, you know, the most, anyway. I looked up this, what. Wait, this sounds like an awful situation to be in. A bunch of games have been completely ruined. You're right. There's no, well, you can get scratch insurance from EB games. but this Oh, is yeah. Not- I mean, but that is a different type of scam as well. Like, that, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I could get, you know, like. The this, fucking you know what this is giving me? This is giving me like you're looking up this brand of um, CD wallet on mm. on like Amazon, and it's you know the reviews are like 
you know, it's on like 4.2. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'll do my due diligence. I'll have a little look through here. And then you just find like like one one-star review. Yeah. And it's like a person going, I kept my Blu-rays in this and it bent them all. Yeah. And you're like... My brother this- died from the fall. <laughs> which was caused by the embarrassment. Yeah, so- and you're like, this person sounds like a fucking idiot. You know, I can't right. take I can't take too much stock in this just like... They probably every- microwaved the whole yeah, binder yeah. or something. I, yeah. And look, I've moved house in between and obviously moving takes place in a car. They weren't in there for very long. I don't mm. think I've heated it up to melting temperatures but anyway but even so the the binder the, you know part of having it is the transport yeah yeah you know it I, should be able to withstand a cartridge it should be able to be in a, a school backpack again take it in show your mates yeah <laughs> but this sounds like this is a catastrophe you've lost a bunch of games and it's take and your games into the school ps5 yes <laughs> and give them a crack games are thousands of dollars worth now if you've yeah. got multiple of them yeah one, one at a time you shouldn't oh, be paying yeah. that unless no, you're no, in a star at least sort of 11 but so um, I, they they were all fucked up and yeah didn't have scratch insurance. I dipped them in my snake oil that I bought from EB though, and that didn't work. Oh, wow. But so I looked up like bent warp discs, and there's not a ton of shit. Okay. And the the one you got tickets for the warped tour coming up. <laughs> by accident? I accidentally did that. I've had a really fucking expensive week. Yeah, I, you'll have a good time seeing Melancholy though. That'll be cool. <laughs> I uh, found some bits and pieces that were like yeah. It happens sometimes to CDs, and I guess like people have CD wallets and cards, so blah blah blah. Okay, I think yeah. it's easier with Blu-rays. But it, when when looking around for it, there was only really there were some suggestions of this same technique, where there was only one video of the technique being shown Whoa. of how to to unwarp a CD. Okay, and this one person on YouTube had filmed themselves. What you do is you boil up a kettle. And then you put the CD on a flat surface, mm-hmm. and this person on YouTube had done it, pouring boiling water over a copy of the soundtrack to Bean, the Ultimate Disaster <laughs> movie. It is the one piece of video in tutorial wow. that exists. Can I say on the we internet. were at your house the other day, and you started to tell this story several times, maybe like five times, yeah. and then you went, oh, "No, I'll tell you on Thursday on the pod." Yeah, yeah. So this has been a long wait, and I've been like, "What is the what what's is the, the detail yeah, that what's we came the angle? so close to getting, and now it all makes sense?" That's the, and you can go look it up if you look it up, unbent Fuck. CD or whatever on YouTube. There's one guy pouring <laughs> boiling hot water so this is over like the Bean Disaster movie soundtrack <laughs> the ultimate in a irony, fucking metal really. sink. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. It truly is like Whistler's mothering it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I've got these copies of Demon Souls now with like blue marker just yeah. drawn on trying to look like a suit of armor. So this, because this position that you're in, right, you know, you have something like this happen and you, and you think like, well, this must be pretty common. This right. must have happened. Dozens of times, I'll be able to find an easy answer. And look, most and people keep them in a fucking case and yeah. they put them on the shelf and they don't have the problem where they do a podcast and have a stupid number of them. Right, so they're right. like, well, I don't want to have a whole bookshelf devoted to this. Mm-hmm. I'll put them in, you know, a seat anyway. But then you go looking for answers. You yeah. think it's going to be an easy fix. It's not. What Surely you there's find... thread after thread yeah. on mm. the internet. I'll go to Whirlpool. You find one crackpot <laughs> who is preaching, let's be honest, an incredibly high-risk solution. And doing yeah. it with one of the most disposable <laughs> possible examples of a CD I could think of. It yes. really does seem like it's a prank. It's like a real long right. con where this person's been like, I'm going to get someone with this. And I'm going to get someone them. to cook their fucking Blu-rays. <laughs> yeah. but and also, I'll just have to sacrifice the collector's <laughs> item to be granted that is yep. Ronan Keating's big oh, hit. See, yep. that's on that one. Uh, yeah. okay. I could dear brown your sorrow in your oh, eyes. Yeah. I could blah, 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 miss. Bean. But anyway. also, you have nothing else. No, you mm. have to follow the. These crack things pot. are fucking broken. This They're is as good. Right. Yeah, and all the comments on, on on the YouTube video. To be fair, yep. are people going? 
this actually worked. Fuck. This is crazy that this worked, and it's not that many. There's like maybe seventy comments. Uh, okay, oh, as oh, in the movie worked in making them laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's not what they meant because I did start trying it. Yeah. And it freaked me out, but I was like, well, look, they don't fucking, it's, it's, I'm not, I've got nothing to lose. Yeah, that's right. I'll try it with some fucking Immortals Phoenix Rising bullshit uh, first. Oh, yeah, okay. great. Great the, call. The being the ultimate disaster movie soundtrack of mm. games. Yes. <laughs> to the kettle. I, <laughs> I got the kettle and I fucking tried this out. I had them on like a flat glass casserole dish. Oh, sure. In yeah. the sink with like a cloth underneath it. And it was fucking so weird. And half of them work again. Whoa. It's actually fixed a bunch of them. This would have been like 15, 20 years ago. This would have been you calling up one of those freaks in the trading post. Yeah. And just going around to some like 30-year-old who lives in the shed out the back of his parents (laughs) and him being like... Yeah, I'll fix the discs for you. Yeah, I'll yeah. fix anything. The, the the same guy who had like the 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 pirated Bruce Lee movies out mm-hmm. the back of the weird video shop that I yep. bought games from. Yeah, yeah. He was chipping p- playstations. He was doing all of that. Exactly. Exactly. He was selling weed. Exactly. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Don't worry. We'll boil up the kettle. We'll <laughs> yeah. have a lovely cup of tea, and we'll yeah. fix these up. Hello, Breville repairs. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, we don't repair the kettles. <laughs> no. We use the kettle to fix other things. But I boiled the kettle so often that then that warped because of the heat. And the way you have to fix that is by throwing a bunch of CDs at it so the, uh, the cycle just repeats. Fuck. But anyway, it must have it, felt like an amateur blacksmith. It felt pretty <laughs> fucking cool because they like you when you pour the water over them. I was worried they were going to crack because of temperature change. Yeah, and, shit like that. Yeah. and they do kind of go and warble a little bit. Some right, of them. but they they <laughs> this heat is the up. Middle class forge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And some of them, like other like written threads, were like, "Yeah, put it in the oven on ninety for a while." Oh or my something. god! Just insane seeming right. shit. And the, the, if you do that, they grow to like five times their size. <laughs> yeah, and you can hang it on your chain. That's how you get the DLC without having to pay. <laughs> um, that's how they made laser discs back in the day. But yeah, it worked for like a bunch of them. So I've like, yeah, what what hasn't what hasn't made it back? So nothing that big of a deal. Okay, okay to great. Me. Although I did realize <laughs> the in memoriam part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, they always start in memoriams with, hey, look, nothing that big of a deal. <laughs> um, Morgan Freeman's still alive, okay? Don't worry. Because yeah. they would go in and at, at some of them to start with would be like unreadable disc. Okay. And then I maybe did it one or two more times with some of them, clean yep. them off gently. I went and bought a fucking cloth, a specific... Oh, like, yes. Good. It's the first cloth you've ever owned. Oh, so man. <laughs> I've been using it on my body. Turns out you can feel way better than you ever thought if you're so clean. F- first, first crack did not work. For some of them. Varying results no, for some like of the them. The very first one that you put in. No the result. very first one might have worked, okay. I think, because and then I, I kept I imagine going. Your mm. heart rate when you're sliding that in is <laughs> well, because you want to make sure you leave it out to dry for a bunch, because right. I don't want to then fuck up the whole thing <laughs> because it's got a bunch of water, right. like a kid shoving a fucking sandwich in there. <laughs> <Yes>. So, because <laughs> like a lot of when I was looking it up, it's I, like CD drive over discs, and a lot of times it's like, did your kid shove something in there? And there are a lot of tutorials of like removing fucking bullshit from your PS5, right. because craft singles, never have kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Nintendo Switch cartridge was one of them oh, in like God. this video of a guy repairing it. Man, that's like, awesome. Damn, <laughs> your kid not into the console wars, dude. Anything <laughs> yeah. you should play on anything. I got Bayonetta running in 4K. <laughs> <laughs> it's really easy, guys. <laughs> so yeah, they started to work, and then the with the PS5 as well, it'll like read from the disc to install it, but then mm. the disc is just like an authentication key, is my understanding of it. Yeah, yeah. After yeah. that, so then some of them would. All of them ended up reading, okay. but then some of them wouldn't install, would get to a point, would fail, and right. I tried several times. So 
and yeah, the problem I realize more than the bent discs is that the actual feeling of unbearable incompleteness mm. that I had. Mm-hmm. I, uh, and it's not go. lost, mm. yep. but it's a set of things yes. that is no longer correct. Yes. And it genuinely really, really bothered me. You own it. You've got the you've mm. got the saved data on the you know on the system. It's yeah. in there. It's on the cloud. There's, There's nothing you can do, and I, the collection needs to be complete, or it's not an infinity machine. Oh. Anyway, I would just throw them out. Well, <laughs> that's e waste, dude. And the you broken contrib- ones you're killing are like, a seagull. Or I don't have to think about them anymore. Because you would if you if you turfed them and then you just waited until you know a copy of whatever game that yeah. you'd played a fair bit of went back on sale. Well, the only one I right. turfed was Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, oh. Fuck, that is nice stuff. Thanks, man. You I've never been... bought it. Don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> if you then got it, if you got it like secondhand down the line, you know, you waited for it to be like 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. If you, you get it and then That's reinstall you it, you'll be yeah. able to pick up that old save. That's right? all you have to do. And the ones, yeah. so or, it's or like. Or just chuck them and then wait for a digital sale, right? Mm-hmm. That you don't even need the, yeah. Oh. I'm going to be all digital all the time from now on, yeah, dude. I'm fucking go. Neo. And yeah, the ones that are broken are like fucking Miles Morales and Ratchet and Clank that I already finished yep. anyway. Yeah, you didn't it, you like 100% both of them? Yeah. It, sh- it truly shouldn't matter to me. And I wish <laughs> I felt a freeing feeling of like, wow, I'm more in touch with nature and the universe now because I've got fewer possessions. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean, though. Told I me used I to like, doing. when I was a kid, you know, you'd rent stuff a lot. And it yes. was like if you were, if it was a game you were really liking or a movie you you know when you're a kid like you might rent the same tape like yeah. dozens of times if yes. it's something you like but then I just remember having this like amazing feeling if I would like get a copy of like a movie on video or something as a gift or whatever mm-hmm. just this amazing feeling of like I own this now yeah. like this is mine and <laughs> at any time of day or night I feel like putting this on mm-hmm. I can just do it I just remember being like feeling giddy with that power that, that, that this is in my possession and just like whenever I want to take it in, I can. Back in the days before the internet and shit too, when yeah. it was right. like, yeah, yeah, I don't have to wait for the theatres to be screening this. I don't have to wait for Channel 10 to get off their asses yeah. and oh, yeah. start playing the mask again. Well, I, I'm in control of the fucking mask. Yeah. I was a big tape off the TV guy because yes, right. the same thing. exactly yeah. that, right? And like cut out the ads, you know, be very oh, yeah. diligent about it. Um, and that's the way, yeah, I would watch, I don't know, my favorite music videos that were on Rage. Something you know? being added to your collection where it's like, yeah, I don't need to worry about like, oh, I feel like watching this, but oh, I wonder if I could convince my parents to let me go to the shop and rent right. it. And then I've only got it for a week and I've got the stress of like, anytime I'm watching this knowing oh, this isn't, yeah. This isn't mine. This <laughs> yeah. belongs to someone else. And now imagine yeah. that copy of Fifle Goes West <laughs> is L-shaped. Yeah. And yeah, you'd never want to watch Fifle Goes West again, realistically. Yeah. I've been thinking about that movie lately, honestly. Well, well guess what? You're fucking out of luck. <laughs> You've got to wait for it to go on a sale or some shit. I don't and know if I ever saw it, to be just completely honest with you. arbitrarily complete this collection because you can't accept the inevitability of death. That's the little mouse who's a cowboy, right? Yeah, yeah but right. in the he, there's a previous one where he's just like a little mouse in Brooklyn or something. An American... American Tail? Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. T-A-I-L. That's it. Oh, you fucking bastard. Was that like... A, it was Yeah, it was like a Don Bluth animation. It wasn't like Disney or anything. Yeah, it was yeah. That's because those... it's like, yeah, you, you don't fully know what these companies are. Yeah. But all of a sudden you go in and you're like, what's the one where Rodney Dangerfield's a dog? Yeah. You're like, yeah. You'd see that on the shelf and go, now, I don't know what this is. I know that it's not the same as... 
Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin. Yeah. It's still a cartoon. There's no Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Which is my only other point of reference. But Something's some, going on here. It's yeah. a little weirder. <laughs> I don't know about budgets yet, but I'm starting to right. get a sense that there's yeah. something to do with money that might be happening. And they were always like people. dark. It was like The Secret of Nim or like, yeah, All Dogs Go to Heaven. All Dogs like, Go to Heaven. All these well. cartoons are about animals dying. Hopefully. What's the one where it's like a rooster driving a car or something like that? Anyway. You're <laughs> that is Foghorn Leghorn. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the rooster driving a car There's one. There's like one that's like a hot rod on the cover and it's, yeah, anyway. Fuck. It's Chicken that little. same sort of... Right in if you know what it is. No, yeah. it'd be from like the, yeah, 90s. Early 90s. Rooster Early 90s. Racer. Rooster Racer. Quick Chick. Quick Ooh. Chick. Speed Hen. hen. <laughs> 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 anyway, uh... So, like, a small number of things are broken because of my way of storing things. Which you should put ideal. this method in the description because then we will be one of only several yeah. sources for this quick fix. I, I don't know. I mean, some of them sort of ended up working. Yeah, yeah. It's so, and it just feel, it it's feels... It's better than none. Yeah. You should get this YouTube video deplatformed and then <laughs> yeah. re-upload this as the Knox method. Yes. <laughs> the I Adam Knox method. <laughs> Hailed as a hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it. I, I, I think there's got to be a better way of doing it, though. Okay. That's my only issue with it. Some uh, people are like, oh, hairdryer. Yeah, no, right. it seems more risky because that's the same problem. Because, like, yeah. this would be a common problem. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you buy a you buy a game or whatever you got on a holiday, long drive in a hot car. Yep. Oof, you ever, you know, your first time when you were a kid. But it's never going to happen to you unless it's also stored under pressure ah, a little bit there. That yeah. was the problem with it. It wasn't just the heat. It's yeah. that there was also pressure being Packed applied. in your luggage. Packed in your luggage. Right? CD wallets would be a common thing too if you're, yeah, if you're the someone well, who. in the in the 2000s, maybe not so much I think anymore. these days it's, mm. that's the thing is it's kind of a non-issue now because right. most people, I got a bigger, better CD wallet that doesn't put them okay. under that same Here we thing go. Though. All right. No, this time it'll be fine. <laughs> Don't worry. Well, because I think the other side of the issue to not issue but like yeah why this wouldn't be a factor for a lot of people right is like what you're saying you you know you don't want all the boxes out there yeah. for a lot of people it's like that's the library man you, mm. you display your you know yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. when dvds were really popping off there was so oh. much pride and like you know yeah <laughs> you go on a date bird comes around <laughs> look at that dumb and dumber anchorman yeah. stepbrothers they're all there baby yeah no books what do you mean <laughs> These could not. be yours. Why do you need if a book ma- if you got Swordfish <laughs> on yeah. DVD? If we make love under the glare of this Bill Murray poster, <laughs> then officially what's mine is yours. No, it doesn't take up too much space. Some of these are two-in-one DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> now hop onto the mattress on the floor oh. and let's fucking do it. Let's fucking go for Here's it. Here's a cardboard towel if you want to have a shower. Oh, that's my housemate, Tim. He'll just be back and forth. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah. So well, that was my happy I ending. Fucking went psycho for a while, pouring <laughs> hot water onto <laughs> digital media or to, yeah, physical media. Yeah. Um, hey, also, I mean, weird transition here, but speaking of loss, yes. <laughs> but uh, th- yeah, rest in peace to Lance Reddick. Yeah. yeah. Who was um, one of the greats, honestly, a, a really good character actor. Who, yeah, TV, film, people know him from. So he's in Destiny. He's he was like Zavala in Destiny, who's like yeah. sort of your main contact for a lot of that thing. And, and John Wick, the John yeah. Wick films, probably what he's m- most known for in the past like five years or yeah. so. Yeah, but and yeah. Horizon. Uh, yeah, exactly. He oh, was. Fuck he was. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, he's, he's fucking Silar or something. Si- Silas. 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 Silence. 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 Yeah. He's. Uh, He's taunting the shit out of you in that second one. Right. And a really distinctive voice yeah. and, yeah. like, you know, 
obviously that's going to keep going and uh, there's DLC coming out soon for mm. that so I don't know Burning if that will be Shores? Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah. But um yeah, it was big in Destiny and like a big Destiny player I learned because of this like a bunch of people in Destiny had like you know little um sit-ins near where his character was and right. like little uh memorial things and he'd put like thousands of hours into the Destiny games and stuff. So anyway, yeah, not not really replaceable. Yeah. Of, so with with that voice, I'm sure that they will figure out something to do. Justin Roiland. <laughs> <laughs> the, Bring the him in. Worst not busy. Comeback of all time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you if you know uh, if you only know Lance Reddick from like yeah video games, go watch his like his TV shows. The Wire is an old timer, and it's a good excuse to go watch it again. The Wire really is one that I wonder if it is on the radar of younger people because right. it's not really one. You know, The Sopranos kind of came back mm. into culture yeah. for whatever reason. The Wire wasn't really one that you heard of. I mean, I know a lot of people finally did it in locked Sopranos right. in lockdown, but The Wire just didn't seem to get that like. Okay, now that we're indoors, it's time to finally take in the wire. Well, so. it's very heady and it's very like depressing. <laughs> so yeah. it's not it like you know, Sopranos is very violent, but it's also very entertaining. And yeah, the wire is entertaining, but it's like, well, he this is what po- you know, police corruption looks like. This is what political yeah. corruption looks like. I've never gone in on the wire. Idris Elba oh, was kind of that was a breakout thing for him. Too. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. And um, yeah, McNulty. Yeah. Old Dominic West from old, uh, something else we... Old King Charles. He, yeah, yeah, he's King Charles. King Charles well, in the crown. Prince Charles yeah. in the thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, just thought we mentioned that because in video games and stuff. <laughs> That'd be very funny on set people saying like, you know, Prince Charles and him being like, uh, hey. I'm sorry, hey. <laughs> it's King. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, but in the bit we're filming now, it's like, yeah, no, I don't no, care. Yeah, yeah. But we're Damn. filming this in I'm method. 2023. <laughs> I upgraded it's to King. a King Charles piercing overnight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, speaking of uh, voice actors yes. in games, mm-hmm. there's a little uh, little leak. Oh, yeah. Someone, uh, you know, someone's checks cleared mm-hmm. and they've gone, that NDA, fuck it. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 out in September. What yeah. do you all think of that? That, I think, is also kind of, I think, what I've been assuming anyway, right? Like, because the first Spider-Man came out in September right. of, of 2018. Oh, sure. It's a sensible time and it was, they made it clear that it would be this year, mm. earlier yes. as well. I feel right. like we I, already kind of knew that. I think I missed that. I think I didn't know. Yeah, I, I think I didn't know that it was this year, mostly because we've seen literally nothing of it. Right. right. You'd imagine that in their like July or whatever sort of showcase thing, it'll be the big. Yeah, that'll be cool. That. Mm-hmm. Big, big blowout. And big also. Spider-Man 2 blowout. So, yeah, like 24 hours ago, this leak happened. And then I just saw an article from like seven hours ago. Apparently, some merch has leaked that has sort of teased that the plot will be like a multiverse thing. Well, because was the. Had it because they announced this and Wolverine at the same time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. And that's so, right. was it. It was just like a logo of Spider-Man and then it was like... There was like a was little bit like of CG of Spider-Man of like an alleyway and mm-hmm. I think both both Spider-Mans, one of them being Miles Morales and hey, I'd tell you what happened in that game but I can't fucking go back to it ever again now. <laughs> yeah. But... um, uh, I know what uh, happened yeah, was... in your copy. <laughs> Spider-Man dies by being drowned in hot lava. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was just Wolverine claws sitting on a bar. Yeah. So it was just yeah. like a short image or something. Right. Yeah. In the Spider-Man trailer or in the Wolverine? In the Wolverine trailer. Okay. Right, yeah. right. And that to... was set for like 2025 or something. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Yeah. They, they'd said that that was a fair way away. I'm kind of more interested in that. I mean, I, I've loved like, the Spider-Man games. This one will be fun, but I know what I'm in for. Yes. I'm really more interested to see what they do with the 
the Wolverine. Well, yeah. I, I've always been more interested in the Wolverine stories. You yeah. Know, like, like Logan was a great film, but also like, yeah, I've read a bunch of those comics. The like, um, I forget what they're called. Like the Doomsday Era, you know, like post-apocalyptic Logan. I think it's called Logan, actually, the series. Right. Um, but yeah, it's always been kind of a more interesting character to me, a bit more complex. And I just love what that they the do with it, whether they make it... I could see them just doing it a bit more linear, not open yeah. world would be... Because they do that pretty well with Ratchet and Clank, like a yeah, sort of a, yeah. an on-rails kind of thing, I think would be a good approach for that character. I don't but remember if that was good in Ratchet and Clank because I can't go back and play it any fucking more. Yeah, okay. My love, life is over. I'm going to need a list of everything you <laughs> yeah. own physically. Pour a kettle on top of myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the actor... Tony the, Todd. Yeah, he plays Venom. I love that he sounds like... A Spider-Man character, his Absolutely. actual name. Tony Todd. <laughs> <laughs> he's the new kid in high school and he's yeah. a bit of a rival to Peter Parker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He um, said yeah. September, big, big publicity push in August, which maybe even means that that is when a state of play is going to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd be I'd crazy if it was a one month turnaround from like, here we're probably showing the game because I know they've already announced it and everything. Yeah. And I think they've said a bit of like, the idea is he'll be playing as Peter Parker and Miles Morales yeah, cool. that's, sort of thing. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Which would make a ton of sense because those were the last two but games. But then so July July is when we assume there'll be like an E3 replacement state of play. June, July. And then seemingly August from what Tony T- Todd says. I mean, maybe there's not even going to be like a showcase for it. There'll just be a bunch of trailers and a bunch of press and stuff. I'd love he, he to know. He could be talking about big media push being, yeah, like billboards and yeah. Yeah. side yeah. of buses and whatever. I'd Seeing love himself on a sign would be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know, like, you go rogue. Finally, I've got my name on a sign. Me, Give way. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it'll just be a CGI Venom, so it's yeah, not it won't be him right. at all. <laughs> yeah. His name won't be on it, and mm. starring Tony Todd from those leaks earlier this yeah. year. It's so weird. I think we've talked about this for some reason recently. How video game people and acting people don't seem to understand, even though within their own worlds, oh yeah, NDAs and leaks and stuff are such a big deal. Last of Us, it was Last of Us, right? Yeah. When it yeah. comes to the other, the other one, they're like, oh yeah, who gives a shit about that <laughs> it, one? It was yeah, yeah, it was Druckmann and I'm not uh, in that guild. Yeah, yeah, it was Druckmann and Mazin both spilling the beans on either side about like, yeah, here's what will happen in the TV show. Yeah, here's what's happening with the game. Yeah, that, and neither right. has and been like, formalized yet. Norman mm. Reedus was strolling around yelling about Death Stranding too for ages yeah, yeah. that's right because in film it's like this film has just attached these actors and here's when it's out like right. the release date is set before they even start rolling sure sure so sure. for yeah if you're like an actor actor it's like what's the big fucking deal yeah i want to get my name out games there. coming out i need work you know i want to yeah get uh, publicity off of this yeah. yeah but i would love to know if you're one of those guys that goes rogue what's the like what happens next? You know, oh, Rogue's in, in the game as well, Tommy? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Tommy Todd it, over here. <laughs> someone in it, Sony, just being like, you such... Just like yeah. dialing the number. We had a plan for you this. I suppose fucking idiot. Maybe... You a, idiot, Tony! Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, he's gone a long way since being in Red and Stimpy. He's the head of the studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Started in the mailroom. Uh, like, I guess more so than with movie studios a lot of the time... Release dates for games, they they do want to have something else front and center for longer first and promote yeah. like you know whatever the uh, Last of Us Part Part One PC version or whatever. They don't want to cross those streams. It makes yeah. sense, yep, but it yep. is also like 
we, we, we know. We know. It was either September or November. And it's not going to stop us from buying The Last of Us on PC if we were going to anyway. Hey, you're going to get more money off of me now because I'm going to go digital and play your fucking inflated <laughs> thing. Yes. Because I'm too afraid for anything to end. Well, there's a couple other things that got announced. Counter-Strike 2. Was announced by Valve. Yeah, so it's an update for Counter Strike Go, basically. Right, it's right. The, very similar to my mind as the Overwatch Two thing. Yes, totally. Where it's like a big patch, yeah. basically that they're going to be doing later in the year. But I ki- think. kind of like yeah, almost like a fake line in the sand of like, okay, now it's a it's a quote unquote new game, sort of. This get, trying to get new people in, I assume. I don't remember if Overwatch Two did this, but this one at least is like it. It is it's. Source 2, it's their new engine. Right, and right. Improving the visuals and there's stuff that I don't fully understand about like tick rate where just right. uh, the 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 accuracy of it registering multiplayer information is m- more mm-hmm. accurate. Right. Uh, it, like it'll be based on real time rather than artificial click, click, click game yeah, ticks in right. the game logic. But they, yeah, they released like a bunch of trailers within the last like 12 hours or so. Yeah. And yeah, big, big time. Because like CSGO is... You know, still what top two or three multiplayer games? Often number one, yeah. right? And it's like so many people's only game that they play too. Yes. Well, as has Counter Strike been for what thirty years coming up on? Yeah, what, yeah, twenty five years. So it's um, yeah, kind kind of a big thing, but like a, a similar sort of step to how it went from like Counter Strike to like Source mm-hmm. to Go mm-hmm. to Two. It's it's like a. It's not a full sequel yeah, in the way yeah. of like, this is, I think if you have Go, you get this. Yeah. I might be wrong about that. It may be a paid thing, but I don't believe it is. Yeah, I wonder. Um, There's no way to know. And it looks nice and they've got, you know, the the, the engine looks good and they've got, um, it, but it, they Counter-Strike in particular, they're like, don't worry, everyone. The maps are the same. Right. You can keep playing this game that you love the specific way that this plays and we haven't fucked with it too much. It is free, by the way. Yeah, right. Nice. It's free. There's like a beta test happening at some point. Maybe now. I don't know. Yeah, I've never been a massive Counter Strike head. I went through a period of it, of of liking that game, but it's 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 cool that Valve are actively working on games at the very least. Totally, too. yeah. I, I like Valve games often. Well, speaking of upcoming games, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> that people are looking forward to. Yes. Yeah. Did you guys see this? Uh, Tears of the Kingdom won an award at oh, a, at, a at a recent awards show where they tend to happen. What did it? It what, was most like a anticipated game. Most it anticipated was, yeah. game okay. at the Famitsu Awards. Oh right! And so, uh, Wait, a Nintendo game won an award from Famitsu. Yep. What? Yep. Damn. Um, a I'm gonna butcher the name. A G, Anuma. Anuma. Yeah, that's Anuma. It. You got it. He gets up there to accept the award. He's got to give a speech, and he's thinking, you know, we're. They've been pretty tight-lipped on this game. Yeah. I think we've seen maybe a cumulative total of like seven and a half minutes oh, worth of if, this game. If that, if that. yeah. Mm. And so he's thinking, i got to feed him something. Yep. So he gets up there and this was translated. Uh, in the previous title, Le Breath of the Wild. <laughs> French, that's meant to be, but I couldn't remember my French from year eight. Je m'appelle AG. Yeah. <laughs> in the previous Salut. title, Breath of the Wild, you were able to experience a new world of Zelda with the freedom to go wherever and do whatever you want. Yes. In the sequel, Tears of the Kingdom, furthermore, the player's free <laughs> imagination will be filled with new gameplay that will bring about changes to the game world. I think that everyone who voted will feel pleasantly surprised. And okay. it's like, that's awesome that he gets up and he's like, all right, I mean, people are jumping out of their skin about this game. Mm-hmm. 
I got to give him something. Mm. And then you just give the most like vague, like yeah. just imagining people in the room thinking like when he starts like talking, they're like, we're about to get a mm. And then it's like, that's the speech you're like, oh, um, I guess uh, there will be new gameplay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess actually game. let's, I'd, can we, the award goes to Spider-Man 2. Yeah. <laughs> I saw people jumping on the, the, yeah, change, change the game world sort of thing. And it lines up with what that last trailer made it seem to be of like building your own little cars out of totally. I think that's kind of what power. he's referring yeah. to. It's not like a destructible element. landscape or well, something. Well, those yeah. islands go up and down though too, like those Fuck. floating islands. So maybe you're bringing them up and down in some way as well. Oh, yeah. Which would be kind of cool. But it does seem like it's doing a little, I don't want to say Minecraft, but like construction-y type of game thing in, yeah. in Breath of the Wild. Which yep, yep. Could be could be cool. Hey, cool I'm not going to prematurely give out any awards. No, personally, that would be crazy. <laughs> it is. It's such a funny award category. Yeah, the most anticipated game. Given an award <laughs> to someone who that could let you down. Yeah, based yeah. On it, like, and is relevant for like a, a month, and then it's out. Right. It's like, well, it's not anticipated anymore. Give it totally. back. It's here. <laughs> We're <laughs> it's giving it back. to Spider-Man Two now. <laughs> it's so like because it's like well, it's. In this case, it's not based on like a good marketing campaign because there's been barely any marketing. Yeah, it's almost like yeah, you've been really um, yeah, it's like you tight lipped about sequel it. Sequel to the best game. Yeah, yeah, it's based on legacy. It's not yeah. based on anything. It's not yeah. about trailer editing. It's just about a general perception. Yeah, what a lot a of people award. are looking forward to playing it. Yeah, sort of like how Redfall is based on the legacy of Arcane. Yes, and they've been saying a bit more stuff about that game. In Maybe the, last the week. legacy of Fortnite or something as well, because I think people. People are getting, like, off off the back of Suicide Squad, um, people are getting even more sort of sceptical about, like, online multiplayer transactional sort of weird stuff. Mm. It it was weird, the thing that they said. They came, they was like, we, there won't be microtransactions and we're trying to take out the always online element of this game. Yeah, Which is the craziest way of putting that. Yes. As though, like... I mean, it makes sense because maybe it's so fundamental that they just actually won't be able to remove it. Right. Because right. they've Until built like it every before. Interaction. Yeah. yeah. And if they built it before, they knew that there People. would be big enough negative responses to big enough games that those games would have to be delayed for ages. Yeah. So, yeah, Redfall, if you don't remember, is the sort of vampire shooting. They've said it's a bit like Far Cry. It looks mm-hmm. like it has a co-op focus game coming out of Arcane with the Deathloop people, which is a Microsoft exclusive game yes it's going to be on xbox and on pc there was a playstation 5 version this sort of little wave of information yeah brought out to that microsoft asked to be canned <laughs> yes yeah because they now own arcane yep. and bethesda yes so they were like no no don't make that you're we- not giving any cake to the neighbors which a yeah of course that's what you would do that's if why you, you acquire yep but also you know, people have been throwing up Phil Spencer quotes of like, we won't restrict any games from being to be less available to the gaming public. Yeah. It's all about more access. And, you know, like we've followed this with a very like cynical or, you know, just like, um, you know, knowledgeable eye of like, well, this is how business is done. You know, Call of Duty on Switch. It's a psyop. Right. Yeah. It's a distraction. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, yeah, well, that makes sense. Like, it's a shame. But also, if you're one of those like naive, fresh faced kiddies out there who really believed that they were going to make more games more accessible to everyone, it's like, no, it's a business. And like, yeah, they, 
are more accessible in the sense that Microsoft does do good stuff of like Game Pass is great and Xbox and PC having it across those is great and, and all cloud that stuff. streaming and all of that stuff is but good. yeah exclusives matter yeah and that's that's what this will be but then yeah them scrabbling to be like oh you can, you don't have to play it online right is um real interesting to see because that's out in like. May right. similar time to when Suicide Squad was going to be coming out. Oh yeah, originally, and it to me definitely reads as a reaction to that. Yes, especially 100%. with the language of we are trying to yeah. take the always online thing out. Which, like Boy. I sent you guys, a trailer for I think it's a release date trailer for Crash Team yes. Rumble. Yes, uh, and there's like a beta coming up if you pre-order, you can be in, and it's like online multiplayer shootery sort of, but. Yeah, third person perspective, Fortnite looking thing, mm-hmm. but with these dumbass Crash Bandicoot characters in this nice little tropical island setting. And it's like, yeah, if I'm going to play that kind of game, this is the skin I want on it. Right. Just a goofy little cartoon. You know, mm. it kind of looks like, it's like, no, this is the approach that it should be over Suicide Squad. It's it like looks that mascot, yeah. mascot characters just f- bonking right. each other on the head. It's like, yeah. We've all enjoyed Fortnite when we played it because of that. It's like it has good gameplay. It's got fantastic multiplayer, and it's kind of stupid it's and, and silly. fun. The yeah. Crash yeah. Bandicoot thing reminded me a bit more of like Fall Guys, which I didn't like. Right, like a more combaty version of Fall Guys, I guess, because of the platforming element. Oh, of it. Sure. Uh, yeah. So um, it didn't. It didn't. You know, heat up my loins in the same I, I way mean, it didn't heat up your you. DVD wallet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call my loins. <laughs> it's the legacy I intend to give to future generations. No, it's bury a, me with uh, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a format of game that I tend to bounce off of pretty quick, but mm. it's the first it's the first one of these I've seen announced that kind of made me think like, just because I really liked the last few Crash Bandicoot things I interacted with, I right. was like, hell yeah, I want to play as Dingo Dial. Oh, yes. <laughs> What's Ripper Rubin up to? <laughs> Hope we get some backstory this time. <laughs> yeah, it looked all right. I, I mean, I'll give it a go. It's not free to play, though, is it? It's like a, no, a it's proper a, game. I, but I think a lower priced. It's okay. like 60 okay. Australian or something, I believe. Okay. Lower. Could be wrong about that. <laughs> um, but that's just one where it's like they're not being backwards in... Yeah, what yeah. it is, it's yeah. like, yeah, you know, uh, that'll almost definitely have costumes and shit in yep. it. Yeah, like, yep. yeah, and it's not like that is the end of the world for most games. The thing that the, the reaction to Suicide Squad was a lot more about how it looked as a game. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and that yeah. particular stuff compared to the expectations as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and and I, I yeah, I, I'm really interested to see what Redfall is like because yeah, the the shift in what it seemed like they were saying it was back when it was first sort of shown as like my impression of it was as kind of a left for daddy yes. type of thing that shifting into no, no, it's single player. No, you can do a single player. No, it's never online. Please, please keep paying right. attention has been a little weird. It being, yeah, more like, no, no, it's far cry, but your mates can jump in and connect and do co-op on like missions yeah. and stuff, which I, you know, that sounds good to me. I don't really care about the always online stuff. If, you can just, like, play a single-player game. Mm. But it is a shame that, like, I've seen people being like, well, FromSoft know how to, inc- like, you know, incorporate that into single-player games in a way that's not mandatory, yeah. you know? Like, you can opt in and it can be in an enhanced sort of experience, and but you can just play it like a classic single-player game. If you if your messaging is right about that sort of stuff or, like, keeps it quiet enough, often people don't even notice these yeah. days, which we'll talk about a bit more with Diablo 4, maybe. Yes. But um, hey, I said Ripperoo should get more backstory. Yeah, Do you remember me saying that earlier because it's going to be key. It was about a minute ago. Yeah, I remember it. You remember it? I'd have to be insane to not remember it. <laughs> Rewind if you don't. Yep. A, a, 
a little bit of backstory yes. could be that you had some hair on your back <laughs> yeah. that you wanted to shave off. Yep. Yeah. Am I wrong? You walk into a, the barber <laughs> and I you go... Am I fucking crazy over here? Every I've got a backstory for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway. Uh, God, you need a couple of mirrors. I actually have a fantastic... Uh, I've got a giant mirror wall in my bathroom and a mirror medicine cabinet. And I can yep. see the back of my head. Damn. Wow. <laughs> you could also just go into your bed and look at the ceiling where that giant mirror is. That's true. Mm. Or... You could get uh, someone to help out by getting them to hold on to one of your shavers that you've got from Manscaped. Absolutely. And that would do the job fine. I would love that personally because I know that Manscaped's products are really reliable and work fantastically. They actually do. They don't. There's no nicks and cuts. They shave in a very safe way. Also waterproof. If you want to get your friend to jump in the shower with you to shave your back. (laughs) Yeah. Hey. And That's hey, fine. look, nothing's never going to nick and cut you. Nothing's fully <laughs> waterproof. We do have to say that. Sure. But uh, <laughs> saying to your friend, hey, would you mind shaving my back? And they're like, uh, I mean, uh, I, yeah, I guess I'm happy to help. What if I sweeten the deal by telling you <laughs> yeah. that I've got some of the fine products from Manscaped? <laughs> and then you go, let me at it. <laughs> and then you go, I'm ready. And they walk into the bathroom. You're there fully nude in the shower yep. <laughs> with your back to them. <laughs> Um, I meant my whole back half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they make great things. You can see uh, the sorts of things that they, they make. They uh, have things like the Platinum Package, yes. yep. the Performance Package, which come with like sort of their flagship bits and pieces, including the uh, the Lawnmower 4.0, which mm. is the, the main shaver thing, and it works great. And yeah, I think the, that's the Performance Package. You get that and the Weed Whacker, which is the ear and nose hair trimmer. Mm. Both, yeah, really good products that I use every day, every day of my life. God damn. And uh, well, Fast honestly, growing. I use one of them to like, you know, trim, keep my beard trimmed and mm. I probably do use it every two days. Use it in the shower. Nice little time saver. Yeah. And it's not like there's no wear. There's no nothing. Like it's so well made. It's yep. so sturdy. Um, like I've had, I've got two of them and neither of them are showing any signs of age. And I don't use them as often as that, but that's my fault, not the product. (laughs) You can have a look at them if you go to manscaped.com. And then when you're checking out, if you use the code FILTHY, then you get 20% off of what you've bought and free shipping. Yeah, that's F-I-L-T-H-Y. We got an, I think it was an email or maybe like a uh, a tweet actually from someone being like, hey, I just bought, uh, you know, some Manscaped stuff. I got like 40 bucks off because of the code. And it's free shipping. That's 20%. It's pretty fucking good. F-I-L-T-H-Y, because I gotta shave my back. Uh, Manscaped.com, use the code FILTHY, 20% off and free shipping. And hell, while you're on the internet. Oh. In my opinion, you should keep yourself safe and secure on there. Keep yourself... uh, Get those eyes off of you. (laughs) Get the meddling eyes off the the fucking... That's right. ...ever more powerful international governments. And you can use NordVPN to maybe achieve that. If you haven't had time to shave your back yet, keep those meddling eyes off that hair. Mm. And and I always have my webcam on pointed at my bare back. <laughs> Me too. And I don't want anyone that I don't want to look at it to look at it. And I use NordVPN for that. And also to travel around and watch things personally yeah. from different places. You yep. pay for a subscription and different places have different content. And guess what? I travel to different places sometimes. Yeah. And I want to use it to be like, it can really help if you're like, 
hotels can show you different prices based on if they think you're oh, coming internationally uh, or locally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've yeah. used it in the UK yep. for, for the same thing. And Hello, Australia. Gov. Yeah. Just <laughs> wanting to stay at this motel that's down the street from me. Yeah, I just wanted to book a tempo livy, which is what we call them. <laughs> I just, I noticed you were trying to mug me off before because you thought I was a stupid Aussie. <laughs> well, guess again, mate. Guess I'm what? from Essex. Not one of those oh. little convicts, am I? <laughs> I've got 100 of the king's finest here, ready to go. <laughs> uh, and you can, yeah, nordvpn.com slash filthy. That's right. Is where to go to get the deal for that. And Guess uh, what, Adam? Wow, I'm never going to be able to. I'm too scared from you piping up. Well, guess what, Tommy? Uh, hey, I've been preparing for this my whole life. <laughs> what is it, Ben? As of two days ago, uh, they've got a brand new deal going through us. The Filthy Casuals podcast. Every purchase of two years, which is already like the most uh, financially, like savings wise. That's um, the one I've gotten. Clever yeah. to get. Uh, every purchase of a two year plan will receive four bonus months on top of that. Ooh. <laughs> you know what's a bigger number than 24? 28. And that's Ooh. how many months they're giving you. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, so jump on that. That's uh, four extra months. Plus a crazily big discount already. It's such a cheap uh, thing to jump on if you use our uh, promo deal. Like Adam said, you just need it if you're on the internet. Uh, I use it. Adam uses it. Tommy's too stupid to know how to use a VPN. No, I use it. (laughs) I'm a paid-up subscriber. Tommy's computer's always exploding in front of us. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's a fantastic uh, service. It's the best one on the market, in my opinion. Same with Manscaped. We only endorse stuff that we genuinely use and, and believe in. But yeah, nordvpn.com slash filthy for a two-year plan with four bonus months. Yeah. yeah. Fucking do it. And because we only endorse stuff that we genuinely use and believe in, all three of us, you can go to smallpenis.com. And if you use <laughs> the code... <laughs> anyway, um, uh, bloody guess what? Yeah. Oh, what? I'll throw that question right back at you. It we- is terrifying now that I'm <laughs> on the other end of it. Um, uh, 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 news or uh, 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 what we've been playing? Uh. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the always online stuff, Diablo ah. 4 had a an early access beta that we were given keys for by Blizzard. Yes. Uh, by Activision Blizzard to have a little go at. Mm. We've got a video up now of us playing or of me playing through uh, like an hour of that. Yep. We tried to do a co-op and yes. it wasn't the game that fucked up. It was the recording equipment. So we did play a co-op for like, what, an hour? About, about an hour. Hour Total, and a half, something um, like that. Nox and I played it. I was on PS5. Nox was on PC. Seamless. Absolutely seamless. Um, I, I honestly noticed more latency when I was playing it just solo, mm. you know, the, the previous day, which maybe was because, yeah, it was the first day of a two-day beta. It's It's... Yeah, exactly. It's a beta, so a lot of the, um, especially internet connectivity stuff, always is up and down during these sorts of things. It's not necessarily a reflection on the final thing, but uh, what you're getting in this beta, which is open for everyone, I think, this coming weekend. I think so, yeah. Because it was just pre-orders and stuff for the last one, and and, and I think everybody for this, you get to go up to level 25, I think it is, with your character and like a a, a subset of the missions from the game. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I you think can go the, and play three classes out of five. Yeah, this weekend I think it's all five. This, oh, okay. This coming right. one, or at least one extra, because I yeah I noticed that the my normal class from Diablo, the Necromancer, wasn't available. It is available this weekend, right. so I don't know if it's all of them, but at least that one is also unlocking, which is cool. Some and I don't think the progress is carrying over to the game, but it's worth no. having a little go of it because uh, it, it's been. More than ten years since Diablo three came out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they 
it's it's interesting this one it's just like i found it really fascinating as a as a if you look at diablo like one two three four to see where people's acceptance of video game trends yeah is at that time because that 10 years ago was and i think you brought this up on one of the deleted recordings that (laughs) um that like sim city that ea one the 2013 one was at a roughly similar time to diablo 3 Mm -hmm. that sort of first wave of like the xbox one coming out and being like no you should have an internet connection for this and everyone going well fuck you then yeah and you can't sell games secondhand anymore yeah all that stuff has changed where this is an always online version of Diablo, I believe. It may just yeah. be a beta thing, but I think that's the case with this game. And it's built around there being, you know, other players running around in this square in a way that's reminded me very much of Destiny, which took its stuff from Diablo to begin with. So totally. it's an Ouroboros. Yeah, I've read the classics. <laughs> <laughs> what classic is that from? Uh, snake eating its tail for dummies. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, it's from the cover of the book in Never Ending Story, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's that element of it, and it, it's always been a very cold focus series. But right. weirdly, alongside of that element being more at the forefront now, the story and the single player sort of experience of it, which I would take a story to be, is also more at the forefront now yeah. in a way that was the main thing I didn't like that much. Right about this, this I, I did. Thing. I, right. I did like it, and I think I also yeah I like it because it seems to be balancing out this always online co-opy stuff, which mm. like yeah I never enjoyed with Destiny. Crazily enough, I played Destiny because it was a fun first-person shooter, yeah. and there was like a lot of missions all the time, and you know there's always something to do, and the it shooting, felt good to play. Totally, the shooting and, always felt great, and yeah, it had loot stuff. You know, like I didn't really care about the raids and and the fact that like I was, if anything, annoyed by other players running around the little hub world, mm. breaking my immersion. Um, but I did like that sort of format of Destiny as a single player experience, and yeah, putting putting some story, putting a bit more story into Diablo Four. I really don't remember three at all. I can't remember how much that was a focus, or if it was just like here's a cutscene. Here's the, uh, that old guy in the village being like, go over here and kill some demons. Yeah, because um, it's basically gotten more and more with every game, I think, because Diablo mm. 1 is very much like, oh, fuck, go down in the church. See yeah. you later. Yeah. Diablo 2 is a bit more, oh, fuck, go down in the church, but then come back and talk to me. Yes. Diablo 3 had some of the sort of cutscene-y in-engine mm. stuff. Diablo 4 is really going for it on that element, at least yeah. in this early section. I assume that it's probably quite front-loaded, a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, quite long cutscenes of, like, you get knocked out and dragged on a wagon really early, and that goes yeah. for fucking ever. You meet, like, yeah, character, and it instead of just, like, yeah, isometric, like, text, 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 you know, clicking through a conversation, it's like camera pans down to, like, a shot inside the, you know, it's, it's kind of going for it a little bit more than... You're having yeah. long chats with yes. people, which... I'm not necessarily against, but I think I just found, at least in this sort of, and this was the part I was playing on my own, but in, in this early bit, I just wasn't that into those those elements of it for whatever mm. reason. Um, maybe being in the actual game will make me feel differently about that because I'll be more attached because it's not this like yeah. temporary demo mm-hmm. thing. But um, yeah, just a, a bit of a change from the other ones. The gameplay... Well, evolution, right? A bit, um, yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, but the the gameplay for the most part is the same. Yeah, it's not and, a really an evolution at all. But I think that the changes they have made are, to me, all I'm 
all effective. Yes. And I've liked them. The major changes, but if you've never played a Diablo game, you are it's an isometric walking around, clicking on enemies game. Mm-hmm. You are attacking everything and it's real easy to do. Yeah, more action focused than like a Baldur's Gate or yeah. those sort of isometric RPG games. It's much more of just like a yeah, we kind of talked about it on, on the video. It's a clicker game in many ways. You're just clicking around. You're you're watching your stats go up. You're collecting loot. It's very Moorish. It's very addictive. Yeah. And it's still that. But yeah, they've sort of streamlined a few of the very PC-ish, probably, sort of um, gameplay elements and, and sort As of in inventory. Computer. Yeah. It's not yeah. an edgy. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking the woke brigade. Yeah. Nowhere near this game, no. But like, you know, inventory management and shit like that was very sort of finicky and, you know, very mouse and keyboard focused because mm. you really had to do a lot of like piling up your potions, putting your scrolls in the town hall, town scroll books and all yeah. of that stuff and, and, and hotkeying them and everything. And they've done console versions of 3 and 2 Resurrected, yes. which, you know, both of those figured out ways to make it more of a controller game. Mm. But the, the bits that I like that this is taking from the, like, Dark Souls rise that has happened in between 3 and 4 is particularly, like, your potions are essentially Estus flasks now. Um, where you've got it, it's upgradable, the 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 the, the scale number. of yeah. potion that you'll yeah. get, like it goes from super tiny to to big old fucking jug, mm-hmm. and you are pressing Q on the PC to restore your health and picking them up in the world often, right? And it just it streamlines this thing that was like an unnecessary little wrinkle really in Mm. the game of like having to go to the town and buy 99 potions or whatever and go through them in effectively this same way. Yeah. And it's it smart streamlining things like that. I really like there's a dodge button thing now, at least with the barbarian. I'm not sure if it's with every class. No, I think it is. Yeah. Right. That you are kind of having proper video gamey boss fights with like having a dodge out of the way of area of effect attacks and it's sort of equivalent to like a roll yeah in, but you don't use it as often i wonder if that was in because there have been other like diablo copies in the meantime as well like, right um i wonder if that's something that was in those it was in like uh hades i feel like there's a dodge yes. right yeah so very much so that's uh, just sort of superficially kind of comparable yeah. you know in, at least in the combat so yeah they've clearly been like yeah, this uh, people enjoy this in other games. Because two, especially, was such an influential game in like the way that o- over the sort of twenty years since then, every genre of game decided at some point, okay, well, we'll put in loot and stats and right. everything, and a lot of that comes from uh, two didn't invent that idea, but Diablo two's like very action focused way of doing that kind of loot thing yep. was a big deal, and so like. The, the the way that, yeah, this is an evolution of Diablo, but has folded in the things that other games folded in from Diablo. It's just interesting to see. And I have found it really enjoyable. The only thing is that, it, where yeah, you, there's a concern that it might have also folded in some annoying things about games in the past 10 years. So I know Diablo 3 and like 2 Resurrected and whatever had mm-hmm. like seasons to them that I don't think were massively not seasons. Like the... Destiny's style, the, so how much Destiny influence I'm seeing on this, which again is weird to say because Destiny is shooter Diablo, right? which I, Borderlands was before that too yeah. and whatever. So like, but particularly in the, the structure of the world and the way I'm doing missions and the way I'm seeing people around and that like halfway between an MMO and a, and a single player game, mm. 
that it, it's really ringing that bell for me, which isn't necessarily a negative, but the, the, the feeling that I get from this game is that it is going to do a progressing story seasons, got to keep up, got to play weekly type of thing. Well, there was in this even just like a timed world boss, yeah, which you could obviously yeah pair up, co-op with people and, and beat that for, I assume, limited... Uh, well, I mean, this is a beta, but yeah. if it was the game like, you know... Uh, collector's itemy sort of elite you know loot and stuff like that yeah which again it's like that's not bad if the game's good and you're into it and you don't get the fomo of you know you're like yeah whatever i'm not gonna get that one totally mm-hmm. there's nothing innately wrong with that type of thing it's just that a lot of games that do do that and like with that suicide squad delay i think a lot of that sort of method of design has reached the point where it's unsustainable now mm for because there are too many games that try to do it and it so it'll be interesting to see this is absolutely not really anything that's in the thing but it just it has a feeling of maybe going in that direction it'll be interesting to see when the full thing is out how deep into that they expect people to be yeah 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 that is my one sort of like hesitation about it at this point if it's not doing that then this is a great time it is diablo in the way that you would want a game to be. Uh, well, I, I think, don't really know what people's massive issues with three were. Well, I think a lot of people loved it. Like, I think it was very, very popular. Right. Um, but I also think if this stuff is in there, but there's still a great single player campaign, then I'll just play that for 15 hours and I've got my money's worth. That's the yeah. only thing that bothers me about it with Destinies. If you come back to that, then it's like, well, all this shit is gone now. Yeah. And like, I have no idea what, where to go for this part of the story because it's so poorly laid out in the game. So it isn't fair to like go, well, I hope this game doesn't end up being like a completely different game that does it badly. Right. There's no reason that this would have to do it badly. It's just how much it leans into or doesn't necessarily rethink mm-hmm. those sorts of structures that have become very ingrained in this kind of ongoing type of game, which yeah. this will be a, hey, keep playing it type of game. For sure. Not that there's a subscription fee or anything. It is a you buy it and you've got it type of thing, at least to start with. But yeah, the the, the gameplay was really fun. I was enjoying, like, I didn't get too deep into, like, the barbarian skill tree and mm. see too much of that stuff. But even early on in a beta thing, the I was already hooked with the, oh, this one's yellow. That means oh, it's yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. number's gone up. The number's green. Yeah. That means I'm better than everyone now. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, it, it, it that was... always gets me as well. Even like people didn't like that about God of War, like mm. the recent two ones where it's like, oh, you've always got to be fucking managing the, you know, it's all the equipment's just like plus five. I'm like, yeah, I want plus five. That's good. <laughs> and the way I always interact with that stuff is by never really thinking too hard about it and mm-hmm. putting on the thing that has the biggest number. Yeah. yeah. And it works out pretty nicely. Yeah. I'm in the camp of not being the biggest fan of it, mm-hmm. I have to say, because it is just that. Like, right. I'm just, I'm literally just going, anything that's got a button where it's just like optimize. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And at that point, it's like, well, why, why is this in here? Right. You know, it's, 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 how, is how I feel towards I, it. I, I know some people get that. deep into the like the balancing and then this thing offsets this thing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or just like, yeah, your preferred play style, having yeah. a bunch of equipment that is like, oh, if I use this, then the way I normally play games, I can lean into that here. Yeah. I think it just also for me becomes a thing where it's like, just a thing that I've done too much of lately. Mm. I'm over skill trees. I'm, I'm sick of them. I think that's what's happening with Suicide Squad too. Yeah. Is right. that it's a tipping point of people's patience for that stuff or just like right. a general, uh, a, just, yeah, g- g- being bored of it. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
But and people finally like kicking up a stink about it as well, yeah. which is good. Like we had it with microtransactions, and now it's like, can we do it with the stuff that's like artificially? making you play an extra 20 hours too. <laughs> That's the shit. It's the FOMO stuff that is built not around being fun, but right. around having a reason to come back to it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm hoping they won't fall victim to here. Yeah. I mean, I say fall victim to as though they're not making the game, <laughs> but you know what I mean. And a lot of times too, not built around the potential for creativity or artistry. Mm, yeah, Built yeah, around... Yeah. Oh, we got to chuck Bit. a new thing in here so we get more money. Like Being like a, a uh, pokey machine. Yeah. Just getting people to stick around. There are a lot of abilities and customization and stuff of your character and like different things that get attached to the weapons and whatever. So mm. it, it seems likely that the focus of it will be more like now build a character that you think is fun and yeah. that has cool, interesting abilities. And I certainly hope it's that because... The, the core feeling of that game was great. Yeah. I really enjoyed running around and clicking stuff and it looks nice. It's kind of a halfway to my eye art style between two and three. Yeah. It's not quite the full gothic gritty thing, but it's not cartoony either. Yeah. And I guess we only saw like one area probably like i assume like they always have different bits and pieces yeah they'll, they'll have the different like biomes that do like oh it's jungle oh it's desert you know yeah, that kind of thing quite a big seeming map with all that yeah. stuff so i'm really looking it's it's made me a lot more interested in actually playing that game than i thought i was before giving this a crack yeah so when is it out june or july yeah that's i so should far i should away. look that up not how brother we'll, well get there i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to go in again this weekend cuz i do, i do want to play my my preferred class and see how that plays i th- i think i'm going to play more of it too yeah. which you know i'm i'm not a big demo head <laughs> i don't <laughs> but uh june 6th yeah, is nice. when, it, when okay. it's coming out well there's another game that's uh been out recently that i intend to play a bit more of cuz i've only got like three chapters in mm-hmm. brother it's called Cereza and the lost demon Batonetto Origin. I think the other way around, and I did it that way around <laughs> last week too, and then we we realised no, it's Bayonetta Origins. It's ba- this is the uh, but Bayonetta Origins is the small font. It's the small font up it, the top. Yeah, yeah. Big font down the bottom. Cereza and the Lost Demon. But we are being led to believe by the convention of this title. Yes. That Cereza and the Lost Demon is just one chapter in the ongoing. Bayonetta Origins series. Yeah, which they came is, out... Is what this would have you believe. Well, they, uh, I believe the producer of Bayonetta came out and Hideki? said... There'll be more Bayonetta games. There'll I be think. more Bayonetta Not specific, games. specifically this sub no. thing. No. But, and he said that after Bayonetta 3. He was like, yeah, right. I want to keep making Bayonetta games. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I don't see any reason why we couldn't just keep keep doing this forever. Yeah. But he did say something about this format of like, oh, it's cool, people are into it. We yeah. could do more stuff like this. In the future, yes, um, because uh, yeah, this is a this is a cool little gamble of a game. Yeah, with a series that's relatively pot, still pretty niche though, but yeah. relatively popular. It's moved Nintendo only since two, right? right. So it was yes. like on the Wii U and the Switch only for for a while. The first one came out on everything, but yeah, like I, I that has pushed it into a different space right it's not like a devil may cry or something where it's like oh it's on pc it's on you know Mm. everything but i think yeah i i loved that series played through all of them last year and and three was one of my games of the year Mm. um this is not one of those it is a very different game starring the same character and having story beats that i realized i'd even forgotten from months ago of like they have kind of gone into some of Bayonetta's history and like particularly her as a kid in those games. And this is expanding on a little sort of like preteen era of Mm -hmm. her being trained to be a witch and going off on a, on a, 
a, a risky adventure. Yeah. yeah. Creeping through the woods. Re- rebelling a little bit from her harsh task mistress, Mor- Morgana. I think that's yeah. it. Morgana. And because uh, she's heard... What's the thi- what's the setup? Like her mum's sick or dead or her something. Her mum's like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, in witch prison. Yeah, the, yeah, the, that's the right. Umbra witches of dark and the, the fucking Lumen witches yes, of light. They're right. fighting. They locked up Bayonetta's mum. This is from the three games, right? Um, and she's like looking for a way to save her mother. Basically. She's like half Umbra, half Lumen or something. Yeah, she's right? the result of a Romeo and Juliet thing, right? And, um, and a little wolf. Appears yes, and goes a white wolf. Hey, uh, the answers are in. She's having yeah. prophetic dreams and shit. And the way it's all presented is in I a wouldn't very call them pathetic, <laughs> mate. You've misheard me. <laughs> <laughs> and quite honestly, I think that's prophetic of you. By the way, if we had have done this after the ads, you know what I was going to say. Speaking of speaking of platinum package. Oh, oh this is from platinum. Speaking of hair. Yeah. 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 That's her magic. That's her magic. <laughs> it's hair magic. It's very funny watching them because you get a bit more like, you know, she's training to be a witch and the witches use their hair and dancing, yep. which was a decision very much made for like, it'd look pretty cool to have like a big hairy stripper dancing around in our game. Right. And having them go like, nah, but there is a reason for yeah. it. Backstory is kind of funny. Yeah. It's yep. not weird when this 13 year old does it because <laughs> it's. Um, she's also got clothes this time. Yeah. It's not just her hair. Yeah. olds love dancing. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. don't get to be a good enough witch that you just hair until you're at least 18 probably <laughs> more in your 20s though yeah so it's presented very differently to the bayonetta games i think uh much superiorly in some ways it's slow at least at the start it's i really found slow sure. at the start sure. it, it's it's all done in a way where other than the fact that it's like yeah it's building in this law which will be interesting to you if you're a bayonetta head it very easily just could have been its own Thing yeah, completely. yes. Because the Bayonetta character or Sarita, she doesn't have any of her power, so she doesn't play or control in the same way. No, at all. Um, Closer to like a point and click almost, or like a very, sort of, yeah. very because it's more about puzzles and it, not, and in combat she's like of. a support role. Yeah, more than the you're controlling the um Cheshire, the demon. Yeah, the it's, demon. Yeah, a top down like exploration game mainly yes similar to those that kind of like brothers taylor two sons mm-hmm. and like kind of that indie game type of thing that is they've been the main places where this style of perspective and gameplay yeah. has happened it's got a bit of like years. old school zelda dungeon yeah. kind of feel to I think it we, a little we bit. said when you played i guess last week uh kind of it takes two but you play both characters yes yeah interacting yes. puzzle like the portal two yeah. Co-op mode and shit, yeah. like which you know. So yeah, a lot of this is like you're you're walking around. You can split the two characters off, and you're using the left stick for one and the right stick for the other. They've each got their own abilities. Um, it's very funny to me that uh, Platinum made Astral Chain, similar thing. Mm-hmm. It, you're controlling two characters at once. Then they kind of built that into Bayonetta three. You're oh controlling yeah, two characters at once in a lot of the combat. Yep. And now they've done this. It's almost like someone at Platinum, you know how there's often a developer will have to like be at the forefront of a thing in games where it's like they put it in there first and then it's like, oh yeah, this is a good way of doing the camera or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they have to have been the first one through the door. It's like there's someone at Platinum that's like, mark my words, 10 years time, every game is going to have you controlling two cunts at GTA once. GTA 6 is doing <laughs> it's it. Like, yeah. It's I like, hope not. they are obsessed with putting this mechanic in their games. It's I'm struggling. I'm struggling to... 
pay attention to both at the same time. It can be somewhat confusing. At, at, it is at tricky because you've got you've got to do puzzles that require you to be simultaneously doing things with each character. Yeah, yeah. Even it just is, like yeah. fo- following two different paths at the same time. I'm like. I'm literally just kind of ignoring one of them and hoping that they go the right way. Yeah. Tell, I'm imagining you fully cross-eyed on the couch <laughs> playing this game for some reason. I found it pretty easy in the demo, but then when you get further along and any time that they're not on the side of the screen that the stick yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Co- correlates to, to yeah, that, yeah. then that's when I get super thrown off. You're going over bridges and under bridges at the same time and shit, and there's combat as well as, yeah. Yeah, but I think that's deliberate. Like, that is part of the challenge, especially in combat, is like, if this was just a one character thing where you were like slashing away, but it has that extra element of, so in combat, you're using Bayonetta, her really only move that she has is a a bind thing that Mm -hmm. kind of, so you have to walk over to the enemy, hold the trigger down to cast this spell that, uh, locks the enemy in place and you over time you unlock the ability to do two of them at once mm-hmm. and you speed up the cooldown process for that. So you're moving around as her and then you're also having to manage bringing Cheshire over to attack them while they're He's the muscle. binded yeah. up. Yeah, and he can also do like a – you can do this – you unlock this combo thing where if you bind them and then you hold down the attack button for Cheshire, you do this like massive combo that deals heaps of damage it's yeah, it's cool. You do find yourself in these moments where you're sort of focusing on one more than the other, and the other one's getting hit. But because bayonetta is like defenseless essentially, so yeah, you're kind of like moving her around, dodging people during combat as well as using that ability. And yeah. she's not super quick either. Like no. no one moves particularly quickly. So I found that I'm not losing track really. Yeah, partly because of that. Because like I'm I'm able to split attention between. I think they've done it pretty well, well for this concept. It's yeah. literally like half the controller is one character and yeah. half is the other. Right, the you're using the shoulder buttons to right, do their abilities yeah. and shit. Yeah. The perspective thing works too because it's not mm. full, it's fixed view, so it's not full 3D plane, which I yeah. think in Astral, Astral Chain you could lose track pretty easily because right. they're out of your line of sight, whereas this is like it's all top down and you can walk be on the edges of the screen it'll bring up a little bubble saying like, oh, you guys up there, but for yeah. the most part you're never really... Yeah, you're not you're not really in a position where you can have either one of them outside of your field of view. Um, and then, yeah, you're walking around the environments, you're doing a lot of these little pull a lever with this person mm-hmm. and then... and Or like, this guy can't go through this bit, so yeah. the other person has to go around and find another way. This bit gets in your way if you're standing here with the other one, but mm. you, maybe you've got to move them through, you know, like... Yeah. Similar types of puzzles that have been in games with the two character concept but normally you're like it happens in a lot of zelda games where you've got like a, a thing you've got to take through the dungeon or a character right yeah. and you're lifting them up and putting them down and lifting them up and putting them down yeah it's that but you can move both yeah, yeah and like you're you're trying to track down these little elemental cores that are in each different sort of that are taking you around to different areas of the world and then when you when you knock out each one you unlock a bunch of new abilities for Cheshire, so you can switch him into like an earth form or a stone form or a water form, and he's got little different abilities. Like cameo. Uh, yeah. Me of, sort of. Yeah, and then and that kind of gives it a bit of a Metroidvania sort of feel where sure. you then come back around to areas where you couldn't get through before, and like his water form, he's got like he blasts a jet of water so you can go on you can go like stand on a lily pad and use the jet of water to kind of like propel yourself around and all that sort of stuff 
Um, I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's doing yeah, a it's good cool. job with those puzzles too of the thing that I always feel like I say when I like a puzzle game where when it has an idea, it uses it as much as it can and gets out. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's it, you're never repeating to the point of boredom any of these things. It's taking your idea, going, okay, you've done the lily pads, you get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah Let's yeah. add another wrinkle on top and then we'll go. Yeah. And Platinum really know how to do the dopamine hit that is integral to enjoying a game Mm. where like the combat in the Bayonetta games is like they just are so good at like programming the like the impacts feel great Mm. and the like getting to the end of the fight and then the like seeing your score ratchet up and then a big metal going push like every puzzle that you do you're getting these little gems they're coming up on Mm -hmm. the screen and making great little noises and shit yeah 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 you cheji when he does a when at the end of a fight he does this huge roar (laughs) like they just are really good at like threading through these little things where it's like a lot of the same stuff you're doing None of the puzzles are too taxing. No, not at um, all. The combat is really fun, but I haven't... I'm like maybe three quarters of the way through and nothing has been like too intense of a challenge yet. Right. But it is still threading you through because you're like getting these moments where it's like, man, that feels... Fu-. Like you, you go into these little um, oh, yeah. little dimensional kind of things. Tear, no, tear, tear nogs. Yeah. yeah, sort of. Like, yeah. And you get to the end of them and Bayonetta has to do her little rhythm... Yep. Rhythm challenge thing to open up a little gem and then you have to get Chezzy to smash the gem and <laughs> yes. the whole fucking screen explodes and there's this like multicolored little vortex mm. thing that you whip through. And the like going into every one of them, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to get to do that little bit at the end of it. Right. Like yeah. it just feels... And it, it's like, got weight to it and it just feels like you've done something really fucking impressive. It has that like panache and style of the Bayonetta games. But the presentation is like storybook, watercolour. Literal storybook. Pages yeah, are yeah. turning. It, it Cutscenes are like a narrator yeah. reading out stuff and like doing. <laughs> and and yeah. and then Chezio said, I don't really like this. It's like it's a great kids game. Like yeah. it is it is taking this like hyper sexualized, crazy, like blockbuster Bayonetta <laughs> franchise and being like, okay, now what about for babies? Oh and it's my like, God. It's yeah. just the perfect, yeah. you know, A parent sitting down annotation. with their kid and playing this game with them being like, this is what daddy's been doing in the basement. But it's that <laughs> character, but it's a a version just for daddies. Yeah. It's, it is like the, 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 I agree that it's like pretty easy. You're not really thinking too hard about much of it, but similar to a Kirby or something like that, mm-hmm. it's very clearly deliberately that way. Absolutely, yeah. and like yes. the presentation of it is totally what's um, making that engaging more than like uh, it, you know, it's not fucking. Uh, it's not the challenge. Bubba right? is you or whatever. Yeah, it's like and there still have been basically a couple. a DOS game, but it's right. like you got to think your fucking ass off. Yeah, it's. There's bits and pieces There's where still it like a couple where it's like, huh, okay, can't. like it's <laughs> taken me a couple of little, right, know, right. You just kind of can't fuck them up. No, yeah, like no, you'll, yeah. you'll yeah. experiment your way through those ones yes. even. So like, yeah, or it's just like it seems really hard, and then you're like, oh no, I've forgotten that I have that ability. That's right, right. right. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying that about this one because it is so well presented, and that like, yeah, watercolory storybooky thing is done. The, the just throughout the whole thing, the whole mm. thing's drenched in it. Yeah. yeah. So it it really works. It looks for so me. consistent, and there's like, and it's a perfect way to do a switch game these days, yeah. especially so close to Bayonetta three. And you especially Ben were like, this looks disgusting. Yep. <laughs> but this is like it. Do, it it's 
simple, but it's just artistically it just done. It stays yeah. in its lane, yeah. yeah. And, like, there's so much exploration that you can do. Like, every new... I kind of thought it was... I, I assumed it was very linear. Right. And then you finish an area and it's like, hey, now you're onto the next area. But you missed four of the tier nogs in there. Like, it, it keeps right. a tally of everything you found and not found. And every new bit, it does, like, a really good job of kind of threading you through because you're following this wolf... So you're seeing these little illuminated um, footprints. So, you you know, you, yes. you come to a fork in the road mm. and this is happening constantly where you come to a new bit and the footpaths are going down one bit. So it's like, okay, well, yeah, that's the that's the way to progress. But then you're like, yeah, but, but what about up those other of three? Of course you go in the other one. What about <laughs> up those other three little areas? What's going to be there? And, and they are like really worth hunting out because all those little challenge rooms they're either like a fun little combat bit or yeah. they're a very self-contained almost like the the sort of mario odyssey thing of going into the little room and it's like here's a little platformy bit where you know you're the two are separated and there's one where it's like you're going through some platforms and it switches to like a, a side-on right 2d view and you're using Cheshire in this big thing that's like a kind of hamster wheel thing that he's mm. running along and that's moving the platform along and all that kind of stuff. And it is designed to be, I think, one of those games where it's like, you should do 100% of this game. Oh, right. sure. You know, right. yeah. like, a, like a Mario Odyssey or whatever, where it's like, there's a f- main path, but go do everything. Mm. Yeah, and it's they're, they're fun the, little challenges mm. to find, yeah. It's not filler, really, at any no. point. Because the game's it's not all super killer. long. It's, uh, it's all chiller yeah i'm chill yeah. with it yeah i don't know if i'd kill for it <laughs> i wouldn't kill for it but i'd love to chill out with it a bit more <laughs> this is to me this is and i know it's not developed by them but this is like this is nintendo kind of at their best for me this kind of like weird side thing mm-hmm. that is just a complete pivot in gameplay style but still really fun and creative not a thing that you ever would have predicted coming out right some <laughs> well, clearly thing. someone like we were saying, like with the sort of dual control stuff, someone's passion project in there. Someone being like, yeah, what if we took Bayonetta and made it like a child-friendly puzzle game? There are some weird little side levels in 3. So it yeah. strikes me as that this right. could have just been, this was like maybe like a five-minute segment of 3 and then they went, oh, let's... 3 does a bunch of that stuff and like the the sort of dimension-y things. There's bits mm. in 3 where you go and find those bubbles and it's like, here's a little challenge room, oh, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... It, so it does have that same sort of design style to it. And Platinum, I don't understand the structure of Platinum and which teams are which and who works on what mm. personally. Right. But when you look at stuff like Nier Automata and whatever, like they are such a creative fucking yeah. whatever studio, bunch of studios. Yep. And that type of Nintendo-y type of like philosophy yeah. Is in this the same way it's in companies like I don't know Capcom sometimes. There's such a great There's intersection like a between yeah creativity and presentation. Like their yeah. presentation is just always bang on, and they just seem to have ideas. Yeah. Out the bloody wazoo. <laughs> and it's it covered up by hair. Like it's super <laughs> massive or like you know it's right. a pretty yeah. It, it's a nice little thing though. It's I'm I'm enjoying it. It's I will say though as much as I'm enjoying it, I am also at the same time finding it kind of boring. Right. In a, in a way, because it's just so, it, it is... I'm not finding it, like, I'm not compelled to keep playing it for, like, long stretches. You know, mm. like, I'll play a bit and be like, yeah, cool, all right, now I'm going to go something, do something there's, else that's more fun. There's very clear <laughs> points of, like, right. oh, I've hit this sanctuary, this save spot. But, yeah, like... This will do me. My perspective on it is, like, it's it's a great kids game. Yeah. You know, if you've got, like, a young kid who's, like, into this kind of thing, it's a bit, I don't know, like... 
yeah, if you've got like a daughter, it's like, well, fucking great. Yeah. Sereza, fun little character to self-insert, you know, little little immersive sort of witch sim. It's great. It's a good uh, it's a good wind down game. Yeah. I've been playing it in bed for that's just like th- an hour before going to sleep. I right. think that's why I've been finding it boring is because it's like getting a storybook read to you. So by boring, yeah. I mean it makes me sleepy. Well, right. I, yeah, but I, like not not in a negative way. It's like just such a relaxed game. Yeah. yeah. And you're doing like these little rhythmy bit, but none of it's hard. Those little rhythm things you mentioned are like yep. to do some spells. There'll be like a circle around you and it'll be like hit this direction yeah. and the stick when it gets to the the timing of it, there's mm. little dots and go bop, bop, yeah. bop, and then you've got to go click. And yeah, hit it right away, o'clock. I think you mentioned this, it goes like, do you want to fucking do this or not? We can turn oh, it off yeah. if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Straight away in the game, which yeah. is really funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> for a moment, I'm like, yeah, why should I do this if you're just letting me not do it? Yeah. But, I'm doing but again, it. I funny. like doing it because it's like it feels, they yeah. just their presentation and stuff of it, it, like it feels good. You yeah. hit the beats and it's like, <laughs> like they know how yeah. to just like yeah they know how to visually just reward you for every little bullshit thing that you're doing yeah I will say I don't love the storybook thing but then uh, I, I just don't like storybook format stuff in in anything right I, I like it I, I don't like the yeah. format of uh, like it kind of takes me out of it because it's like I'm not I'm not in the moment doing this this isn't happening in real time hmm. oh you're this being is, told about this this is being fact. relayed to me after the fact it kind of takes so. me out of the immersion of it a little bit i think the right. fact that it's literally a fairy tale yeah, yeah, yeah is yeah. like it fits super well in this but i think that it just the, the pacing of that type of storytelling yeah i don't think it's done badly it. in this i just it's just in in anything it's just not it, it's just something that I, don't, I don't really love that it. That makes yeah. sense. And um, like just innately it is just like a chill thing. So it's yeah. not trying to be like, here's the big fucking moment where all the all the everything comes together and da 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 it's relaxing. Yeah. yeah. You're meant to be succeeding at this. Yeah. Thing, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You're meant to be finding the yeah, following the tracks. Yeah. Um, so I put the call out for some thoughts this week from our patrons. Mm-hmm. Uh, which they if you must want... have been on patreon.com slash filthy casuals. That's right. That's oh, right. Damn. If you want to weigh in. Uh, you go there, sign up to any of the tiers, and whenever we put out a call for uh, for game reviews, you can you can have your say. No one uh, played Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon. <laughs> Interesting. Um, so everyone's put their switches uh, into storage, maybe. Yep. Because uh, it is like the you know current Switch game that everyone would be playing. Uh, but everyone had a bit of a crack of uh, Diablo Four, and. Um, Pretty much everyone was into it. Um, Scott's the first one off the uh, first cab off the rank. Uh, Diablo is hack and slash fun. It looks great, and the return to a gritty aesthetic is appreciated. Which, uh, yeah, I think it's it's much closer to it than than three was. Mm. Um, uh, what else have we got? Gabriel says looks amazing. Love the physics and animations. The skills seem a bit limited, with only two minor variations each at this point. Hopefully, that opens up more with the full leveling experience. Um, and yeah, re- uh, compares the the sort of re- replayable dungeons um, to Elden Ring, going into those like little you know underground bits in there and killing people, killing bosses, and getting a little thingy. Mm. Um, what else have we? I got? think Dan here uh, kind of basically echoes the stuff I was saying. Uh, I'm a big fanboy of the Diablo franchise, so I'm probably a bit biased. That bit isn't echoing me necessarily but especially since everything's currently new and shiny that does echo me Mm -hmm. Uh, but from what I've seen so far I really like Diablo 4 I think they nailed the aesthetics and atmosphere and the gameplay is responsive and smooth uh, I don't really like the MMO direction they're going for, but I really hope it'll be a good game I can sink hundreds of hours into. 
or brother, they're thinking of you. Yeah. And they're trying to go in an MMO direction. Exactly. I'm confused hours. there. You seem <laughs> conflicted because it's like, well, a good single player experience will be about 20 hours long. But so. and the, I think that is maybe if I'm interpreting it right, a similar thing to me of like, I don't want the FOMO week, 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 do your dailies yeah, yeah. type of thing in there. But if there's a lot of stuff to do at my discretion, yeah. that is sick. Hey, that's always good if there's a lot of stuff to do at my discretion. Braden, uh, yeah, kind of leans into the same stuff as everyone else. Also asks if we've been thinking about getting a Steam Deck now that we can just buy them from Amazon and stuff. Can we really? Yeah. Oh, the kid, the QP's excited about that. I don't know if you could hear barking on the microphone. Yeah, someone's knocking on the door here. Um, uh, yeah, like I just Googled it the other day, like Dick Smith selling them for like 800 bucks. Oh, that thing. Right. Yeah, you can get them sort of resold here. They're very inflated prices. Yeah, I thought they were expensive. <laughs> They're more expensive than they should be. It's right. basically them on selling American stock. Right. So it's not Australian stock and warranty shit would be weird because of that. Well, yeah, I was just like... Oh, yeah, no, I can't. I'm not spending $1,000 on a Steam Deck or anything at yeah. the moment. <laughs> you so. won't have to if and when Valve decides to start doing them over here. But right, right. Currently, it is a simpler way of getting them here, but it, it's it's not... It, it's an it's an odd uh, sort of middle groundy way of being able to buy them here. So how much, do you know off the top of your head, how much they should be when they're actually released? The top of the top one is 650 American dollars, which right. would be about a thousand Australian. Yeah. And those are going from what I've seen of like 12 to 1400. Right. Through these ways. And like Kogan and shit. Yeah. Have yeah. them being resold. But the, the cheapest ones should be closer to, I think seven or 800 Australian, maybe okay. a bit less. Okay. Even maybe six hundred. They're they're really competitively priced overseas. Yeah, even yeah. Though they're still expensive, but like for I what mean, they are. I I'm not a portable gamer really, uh, and I've got a PC, so I, I just it it doesn't appeal to me in any way. It makes sense. I I like them conceptually, right? And have no practical application of them because I've spent so much of my time boiling games, <laughs> trying to get everything <laughs> playable in all these places. Like it's not. But there, if if it was, it's probably the best only thing you had. Yeah. Option these days, you know. It's good. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a great thing that I don't have a need for. And I would personally suggest people probably don't buy them that way in Australia, even yeah. though it's tempting. And if you really want one, like obviously do what you like. But I believe it makes we've got pretty good consumer rights laws here, mm -hmm. and I believe you waive a lot of them by buying it this way, right? Because it's like an on-seller, and it, it's not Australian. It's not through Valve. And it's not Australian stock, I think, is part of the thing. And right. that changes the laws. I'm not a hunt. Look, I might be <laughs> wrong about some laws, but... There's probably a YouTube video out there you can watch where one guy's pouring boiling yeah. water over a legal book. Exactly, yeah. If, if, we, if I were to buy an Australian copy of Being the Ultimate Disaster Movies soundtrack, yes. I could return that within two years. Right. If I bought an unsold American copy of the CD version of Being the Ultimate Disaster Movies soundtrack... I've waived my rights yeah. and I've essentially thrown my money in the sink and boiled it, <laughs> which flattens out my money and lets me use it again. I right. kind of feel like with the Steam Deck, in this country at least at this point, by the time we do have access to them, yes. surely I would rather just wait for the like next iteration of it. You know? Right. Like and who this, knows At when this that's... point it does seem like, well, yeah, I mean, we've waited a long time to get them. I'd rather just get the most, you know, top of the line one. Maybe they'll yeah. come out in this country a bit more like day and date. 
Yeah, I don't know. It depends what they what the issue is with the, sort of the limited stock, right? Like well, if it's because of like chip shortages or 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 something else. Valve, I believe the thing is over here too. I don't know if they're stuck in some contractual thing. When they were doing like the Steam controller and the mm. the the box, the Steam Link, it, the Steam Link. They had some agreement with EB Games over here, and it's part of why I believe they didn't bring the index over here oh, yeah. either at all or for a long time. Right. They didn't want to do it through EB, but they don't have their own distribution thing. Right. I could be talking complete shit here because I'm saying half-remembered fucking internet comments is where <laughs> right, I'm getting right. my information from. But I think ultimately they saw... And they also got fucked when, when they started having to pay... Tax to Australia on Steam, oh. and I think they're weird about the taxes they're meant to pay over here. Right. To remember when prices changed to like Australian dollars on the Steam store? I don't Ye- know if you, that was years ago now. Yeah, because they, yeah, what is it? They, they would have been paying like VAT in some countries, but not here because we don't have it. But then changing it to like. Yes, maybe needing to pay GST or something. They needed right? to start paying GST and like weird prices because they were being forced to change it to Australian dollars right. in the Steam store. I think it's still shit to do with that. Go find a better source of information for this particular thing. <laughs> yeah, good luck if you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the top yeah, of the sorry, top. Yeah, sorry, I'm on, on the phone to Gabe Newell right now, <laughs> and I'm just repeating what he's but saying. Basically, yeah, it's it, it would make no sense for us to buy one now because of the prices, and then, yeah, like you say, Tommy, it'll be, have been out for a couple of years by the time we can, and it's still like very much for people who have multiple consoles and PCs, like... It's very much a luxury item. A super nice yeah. looking one. Sure, yeah, yeah. But also, yeah, if you're buying them through these, like, basically on sellers here in Australia, you are paying about three or $400 of extra money than what it yeah. would cost with direct translating the US prices, which are without US tax often. Those prices are just presented right. and then you pay tax on top. But, yeah, I don't know. If you Look, want one, go for it. But it's like you are spending several hundred dollars for the privilege. And, like, I'm going to the UK later in this year. I'm not planning on buying one there. <laughs> I nearly did not... when I was in Edinburgh. I can't right. remember. But I was looking them up on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I nearly fucking made the trip. But it, it just same doesn't... thing realised. For us in the very unique privileged position we're in, I have access to every game. Yeah. Other than Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, and uh, some others. Uh, I thought... Uh, but I've we, gotten over it. We put the call out, or we just let people know that we have an email address uh, a few weeks ago, and a bunch of people emailed in. Some of them were just, like, comments, which is nice. Yep, that's we, cool. I love we, to hear a comment. Yeah, we read people's uh, comments all the time. Game recommendation from someone called JDig, uh, recommending Deep Rock Galactic, which we've been recommended before. It's like a co-op game. Hmm. Um, I think with the name Dig... And ask, asking us to do a rock mining game. Uh-oh. A bit of collusion going on. Uh-oh. Shit. He's the dwarf from the game. Uh, but we got an email here from Sam, uh, which I thought was very interesting. Um, he, he, he mentions that he's become more of a movies and TV guy as he's gotten older and he's tried to get back into games. But the last time he truly felt, uh, he felt truly into one was Fire Emblem Three Houses, where it was like, you're playing it because you really, like when you're not playing it, you're thinking about playing it. You know, you feel that real drive mm-hmm. to, to get into this game. Uh, and, and Sam asks us, uh, his question is, as quote-unquote men who play video games as a job, how often do you get that feeling of not wanting to put down a game because you're enjoying it so much and not because you just want to beat it? Or I guess I, I'm never really a completionist, but 
you know, an obligation to play enough of it for the pod, maybe. Um, and I can have some games that I'm not that aren't necessarily my favorite thing I'm ever doing that I will just get sucked into in a way that is not necessarily me going like this is the greatest thing ever. I can't wait to do more. Yeah, like God of War Ragnarok was really good, but I didn't. My enjoyment of it isn't reflected in my getting the platinum trophy. Right, 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 mean? right. Fucking but yeah, what what are some recent examples of that? Because yeah, we play like a new game every week almost. But I I finished Kirby. Yep, uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Uh, I don't know why that one particularly hit it with me. Yeah. I just found it very charming. Like it wasn't challenging. I just loved the aesthetic of it and was happy to be in that world. Very untaxing to just sit down sure. and do as well. I feel that I'm the same. I feel that pull with Fire Emblem for yeah. sure. Um, getting really deep into those battles and like Three Houses, especially. I was yeah spending multiple nights up until about 2 a.m. Right. But, yeah, it's I, I'm not like you, Adam. It's like if something's not like – if I'm not all in, I just – I can't – I just can't make the time. I just can't – you know, I can't justify it. It's the healthier way to be. <laughs> if you've never walked back and forth in your house in your underwear boiling game after game <laughs> trying to save them, then you're living life on easy street. I'm, I have things yeah. that I think are a 10 out of 10 that I still haven't had the time to get – you know, that's my that's, thinking is yeah. just like – Oh, I've got that backlog of like I never quite did the very end of that. I have that with Engage, with Fire Emblem Engage. Like I did for as long as I could justify just focusing on that. Like I got I think I'm like four chapters from the end, you know, out of like twenty six or something. Like I got really into it and then Hogwarts Legacy came out and Atomic Heart came out, you know, and both of those games are all still games I would be playing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we didn't have a new topic every week and I guess I if I felt like I could justify you know sitting down for eight hours just playing through a game but I also just have a thing of like I'll play for a couple hours and I'll be like oh, I'm restless I need to you go feel, for a walk yeah, you know no, like exactly. I need to yeah. well um, it's just it's rare that a game regardless of how good it is will come along and be exactly the thing you're in the mood for at the time yes and yes. that happened very much with Elden Ring yeah for me last year and that's a great game. I got really sucked into Modern Warfare 2. Right. It just happened to be the exact sort of thing I wanted yep. to... The, that that type of thing of a game showing up. And, like, it's weird because, yeah, we try these days to be pretty current with what's releasing and everything. That has to happen at the same time as... Like, you have to be in the mood at the same time the game just releases. Yeah. Where... I, there's a lot of games that I would have gone back to and played more because I was in the mood for them, mm -hmm. regardless of when they released. You know, yeah, does that yeah, make yeah. sense? Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. I think I'm exactly in the mood for Resident Evil Four, oh, and that's coming yes. out in yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, I, I mean, I that's that's kind of what's happened to me with um, Bayonetta Origins. It's like right. that is it's a busy period. That is what I feel like doing is just pretty low stakes, pretty chill. Mm -hmm. Easy to progress, Fucking easy to knock a bit off. Vampire Survivors yeah, was a yeah. massive one for me of just like yeah. any spare half hour. I was like, oh, here we go. I yeah. think Elden Ring was the last one where I, like I'd, I've got like two platinum trophies in my life and that is one of them. So yeah. that was it. That hit for me. Um, and then it, like, you know, there are games that I will play um, regularly that came out ages ago. Like I played Crusader Kings yesterday, you right. know, and I played it for like, you know, four or five hours because it was like, yeah, this is what I'm in the mood for. It's not the newest game, but I can chuck on a podcast 
have a glass of wine and be yeah. fucking King Malcolm of Scotland for a while. Yeah. Well, because I really enjoy kind of keeping up with where stuff's going. Uh, like yeah, yeah. It, it It's a fun sort of meta thing on its own of see, like being at the cutting edge or whatever is fun as hell. Yes. Yeah. And it's cool to have an excuse to do that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like the the something coming along at a time where you just happen to be in the mood for that to click right now. That's a good fucking feeling, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll be back next week to talk about how we were all in the mood to play. <laughs> I bet I'll Resident be like, yeah, Evil I couldn't get remake. into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really good, but I'm finding it a bit. No, the the people are. Early word is people are people are losing their minds all over. Oh, again I'm not going to be able to play it until at least Sunday. Yeah, right. I'm I'm furious. Well, at least we got that demo. We we're able to dip in, but yeah, I'm excited to play. Maybe the entirety of the game by yeah. next week. Oh. <laughs> Could happen. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's what I did with two and three that I played recently. I just barreled straight through them. I, those ones, not new releases, but I just, they they got me. They sucked me right in. You're thinking about, you turn it off and then you're like, oh yeah, but in that room I could have, yeah. I reckon if I go back around I can get that little, yeah. Well, often yeah, you reach that sort of like climax of tension of like, mm. oh, I just got past that bit. I'm going to put it down for a bit. But then 10 minutes later you're like, well, now I'm ready. Now there's a whole new <laughs> what if I kept fucking playing it forever? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that is going to do us for another week. Uh, filthycasuals.com.au for the links to all the stuff we have coming up. Oh, yeah. And uh, podcast at filthycasuals.com.au if you want to email us. Yeah. Send us an email. Come to our live show Sunday, April the 2nd. Yes. Comedy Republic at 3.40 p.m. You can come join us live in Melbourne or you can stream the show wherever you are. Yep. Come and see my show, Scam Artists. It starts March 29 at the Coopers Inn until April the 9th, 7.30 p.m. What's that, like a week away? Yeah. Damn, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and the YouTube, we've got all the videos and stuff on yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the website gives you all the links to everything that we got going on. Sure Join the Patreon. And uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Uh, if you pirate a copy of Diablo, that's Yo-Ho Diablo. Oh, Remember those toys? Yeah. yeah. Good, because otherwise, <laughs> make no sense. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.